Hi. This is Jonathan Barella. <laughs> and this is Brittany Barella. First and foremost, I want to say to all the parents that um, the topic today is going to be about a show called Naked and Afraid of Love. So if there is young listeners out there, I would advise that that we uh, proceed with caution. There's not going to be any descriptive um crazy explicit yes crazy explicit talk but just the subject matter um might be a little too old for young listeners so with that in mind (laughs) okay so with that in mind this is actually naked and afraid of love is a tv show that we saw when we were scrolling through we we use multiple streaming apps for our tv and we were kind of looking for something different to watch and it popped up and um, I'll be honest, Jonathan just scrolled right past it and I said, oh, hold on. Did it, you see that? It's on the streaming service, um, Discovery Plus. Okay. And on Discovery Plus, I like to watch Ghost Adventures. Oh, that is what we were looking so for. So going to Ghost Adventures, we found this show. Yeah, we do like Ghost Adventures. Um, but essentially the picture for the show is this one guy and three girls and they're all naked and around him. And I was like, mm, like, if this is anything <laughs> like The Bachelor, like, that's going to be just just problematic in nature. Yeah. <laughs> like, he will have a physical reaction to females that he is attracted to versus not attracted to. I, I, I mean, I, I don't even think that it's at that point it's an attraction. It's just seeing a naked body. And you're just like, okay. So are you saying that... Any naked body around you would cause a physical reaction? <laughs> I don't know. Oh. Like, I, I mean, of course I'm not going to be, like, Googling eyes over this girl and being like, oh, you know, whatever. But you don't think that if you saw, like, this just hunk of a dude rip from Yellowstone comes out and he's like, hey, Rick. I guess me and you are going to be uh, partners in this thing. No, I would not get an erection. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> Also, if you didn't pick up on it. You don't think it, the eggs would start to just like tingle. move around a little bit. <laughs> also, I think it's important. Whenever he says Yellowstone, he means Yellowstone, <laughs> which is a great TV show. Yes. Um, okay, okay. So back anyways, to Naked and Afraid. I mean... <laughs> No, I feel like you really dodged that question there. Of like, if we were to move to a nudist colony, are you just going to walk around with a constant boner? I don't think so. I think that after a while, it would be <laughs> like... The norm? The but norm. But after a while. But initially... Because I... Okay. So, for those of you that are listening and have not seen this show, which I would imagine is most of you... <laughs> um, <laughs> essentially, they make pairs of... Men and female. Potential men couples. And, yeah, men and women. And they kind of like set them off in the same direction um, about the same time. And then those initial couples have to go find the other couples. And they can mix and mingle. And they're supposed to find their true love that way. But a lot of them, like when they first find like the person that they're supposed to be like initially partnered with, they hug. And I feel yeah. like that is so And I, I don't mind hugging. I don't know that I am a hugger. I kind of am, I guess. I don't know if I would hug someone naked for the first time. Right? Like, I would just like, think eh. that's initially weird. Yeah. 
anyway, yeah. Yeah, so, so that, that, that's crazy to me because I'm just like, eh. Right. But, okay, go for it. So it, most of these individuals are anywhere from their mid-20s to their mid-30s, and they've had a hard time finding love. And the premise of the show is that they initially all get to meet at some point and learn to survive while they're naked together on this island and hopefully we'll find love yeah. while naked. Yeah. It, on an island. So crazy. Such a crazy idea. Yeah, I feel like like what happened to you in life that you're like <laughs> my best option is to be butt naked on TV. And hope that one of these other people... Yeah, one dude was like, I've tried the apps, I tried speed dating, I guess I gotta get out there in the real world. And I'm thinking, buddy, this is not how people (laughs) normally meet. This is not the real world. I gotta get out there in the real world on this island, butt naked. While a camera crew follows me around with probably all the amenities. They're not gonna say, hey, camera crew, come down here, film on this island... And you gotta sleep in a in a tent or a hut. Do you think the camera crew has to be naked? I think that the camera crew no, and I think that the union, the camera unions mm-hmm. for these shows, I want to say that they're not going to put them out there without a hotel being on one of those islands. Oh, that's that's an interesting. Because you still got to get paid, and and, and it, it's a union. Like if something goes wrong, you call your union rep, and you're just like, "Hey, man, like." Just like, I don't know, I know you haven't seen the movie uh, Tropic Thunder, but in the movie, Ben Stiller... I've seen Tropic oh, Thunder. You've seen Tropic Thunder? Okay, remember when Ben Stiller's like, the internet's not working, and um, Matthew McConaughey uh, gets him, like, a s- new satellite and stuff like that? That's the same with film guys, like the, the, the camera guys. So if for those of you that don't know or don't remember, Jonathan does have a degree in film and has worked on a few movies. So he does have more knowledge on this end of it than I do. Yeah, a little bit more. Not much. Probably a ton more considering like I was like, yeah, I did see Tropic Thunder. And you're like, well, when this, this and this happened, I'm like, I don't remember any of that. <laughs> <laughs> my, my knowledge with movies is kind of embarrassing for being married to you. But let's so I thought it would be fun to watch the show it's two episodes are out right now so we've watched the two episodes (laughs) and like what what questions do we have from this tv show be it maybe production questions or maybe relationship questions human nature questions just what can we learn from this really bizarre tv show yeah i mean because it's like okay my first question yeah do they background check these people I really hope so, but there was one fellow that kind of made me wonder it. What is it he said? He says, I've been single for about two years. I've done a lot of things without asking for permission. (laughs) Which kind of made it seem like Buddy might have been put away in (laughs) trouble for a... Yeah. So when he meets the girl, his part that's on the Mm -hmm. uh, island with him... His initial counterpart. Yes. He goes in for a hug and he's like, consent, consent, like asking this question. She's like, oh, yes, thank you so much for asking. But it's like, do you have to say that? Well, I mean, I don't think there's anything wrong asking for consent before you touch another human. But the the setup of it was certainly that he had previously been in trouble for not asking. Did a judge say you have to say that? Did the production guys yeah. say? Yeah. Hey, yeah. Mm. Yeah. That's so just awkward. 
Okay, so I, I don't know that I have much to add there. I really hope that they background check people, but I guess I guess we'll see as the show develops if we continue to watch it. Yeah. Chris, now I feel kind of invested in it. Yeah, me too. I'm like, I gotta see what some of these characters are gonna do. Like Bennett. Okay, there's this character named Bennett. Tall he's a good looking guy. I don't I don't have a problem saying that. He he's just a sweetheart. I think he's gonna be a sweetheart of the show. So, like, what? You want to watch it and to see if Bennett finds love? I want to watch it and see if Bennett finds love. (laughs) There you go. We're worried about Bennett. (laughs) There's a lot of really interesting characters on the show. So, I think I am most initially just perplexed and frustrated by their lack of preparedness. I get it. Yeah. um, So, for those of you, you know, that haven't seen this, it's like the first day, most of them... I don't know. I don't know what the heck they're doing. I don't know if they're hanging out. One of them was like making headbands or whatever. But it like gets <laughs> out of like bamboo leaves yeah. and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Which I mean, they're cute headbands. Like that's fine. But like day two, they're like looking around. They're like, man, we should probably find some water. And I'm like, how is that not your yeah. first mission? Th- there's one dude on the show who's who's been on naked and afraid before. Yeah. Uh, so I guess Discovery has another TV show where they just put this naked person out like on like a stranded island or like in the middle of the jungle or something like they have to survive it's been around a while yeah so he he survived for 21 days would you want him on your team well yeah duh that's like your obvious first first round draft pick like yeah that's true that's who you go for but my thing is like if you know i'm gonna go to this island and i am gonna be naked and i'm gonna have to survive what do you research? Like, what What are your first two things that you're going to learn before you go? Exactly. I'm going to learn how to make fresh water. Okay, yeah. And then I'm going to learn how to probably start a fire. You don't know how to start a fire? I can probably work it out, but I'm not confident enough in starting a fire by myself. Wow. Yeah. I feel like a lot of Texans out there are, like, really questioning your Texas <laughs> Like I okay okay I'm gonna accept that I didn't know that about you I I don't know how we got this far in I don't know about you. so I mean do you know how to start a fire Yes I know how Can to start a fire Can you start a fire right now in the room Yes I, Okay yeah, without I a match or a lighter Yes No How do you Absolutely. start a fire Absolutely I can How many times did you watch Hunger Games for that information I, That is not where I learned it So I actually learned it. Whenever I was younger, um, I went to a camp that was an overnight camp, and we went to Turner Falls, and that was the first time I made a fire by myself. But I went to several different camps growing up, and so I definitely can make a fire. Okay. So, in the case of the apocalypse, I got you, boo. I can make a fire. That's why That's why we're a perfect, perfect yeah. team. Um, now I'm, I'm just really saying... thinking about putting Annabelle in, like, Girl Scouts or something <laughs> yeah. so she can learn to start a fire. Okay, so my two things... Okay, let's hear them. Is, you know, yes, I, I need to know how to do fresh water. Like, yeah. that is going to be top of my That's list. Essential. Like, right? As soon as yes. I get there, I'm going to be like, let's figure out this fresh water situation. Because you need to drink water. Uh, especially if you're going to be out in the sun all day. Yeah. Okay. So, anyways, that's that's probably my number one. So, that was a good pick. My number two is I'm going to do some research on what I can eat and how to get food. Oh, that's true. Because, yeah. 
I mean, th- there's a lot of, of course, there's a lot of vegetation out there. They're stranded on it, what it looks like some islands, maybe in like off of Hawaii, maybe off of the Philippines. It's beautiful. It's beautiful out there. But what can you eat? Like yeah. a dude found a papaya, but how does he know that that's what it is? Well, because it looked like a papaya. I, I, the little also look like a dragon fruit to me. I feel like I need to send you to the grocery store more. <laughs> <laughs> it's like definitely a papaya. Um, but yes, like I, I would want to know what regional things, what what leaves are safe to eat, what berries might yeah. grow in the region, um, where I might find animal, what are some tracking. Because there is one guy that has a bow and arrow. And he goes out to go hunting with one of the girls, which, one, they can't catch anything because they're, like, talking the whole time. Yeah, the chick would not stop talking. Well, he was asking her questions, to be fair. That's true. And he true. was like, oh, look, I hold this leaf back for you. It's kind of like holding a door open. I did not hear them say that. Yeah, he didn't say the first part, but that's what he did. <laughs> he was like, it's the equivalent to holding a door open. Um, anyways, and then he was like, well, we'll come back in the morning. Maybe we'll see more birds then. Like, maybe if you stopped talking and you knew what lived yeah. around there. Because you know, like, in the middle of a rainforest, there's got to be some, like, rodent-sized something. Yeah, I'm, but there's also got to be predators. Well, Like, yeah. did they clear the islands? That's my question, too. Like, why is nothing attacking them? <laughs> None of them have been bit by a spider, a snake, nothing. They've been bit by bugs because one, one girl mentioned... Like mosquitoes or something. Yeah, she, she had to tend to her bug bites. Yeah, but nothing past that. Like, they're not even afraid of anything. Yeah, I would be like, okay, is it hurricane season? Like, are we going to run into, like, some crazy rainfall? Are there jaguars? Yeah, just snakes and anacondas out here. I have no idea, like, what kind of dangerous animals would live on islands. But there has, like, there's a natural food chain. There would have to be something. So a couple of them are, like, real smart. and They, like, start building, like, fish traps. Yeah, well, I don't think they're real smart. They have, like, a book that tells them. That's true. They they do have a guide. And it's, like, almost day four before they start making fish traps. <laughs> yeah, because a lot of them are just eating coconuts. Yeah, which, okay, again, like, day one. And maybe maybe this is just a fault of me being me. But day one, I'm going to be like, all right, we need fresh food or fresh water. We're going to need some food. So let's get going on those traps. They already have like the scale of a shelter going. And so all they have to do is like add leaves to the top. So we're going to get that done. Um, And then I'm probably going to make myself some shoes. Okay. So that's another thing. So those are that we just said the two things that we would prepare for the island. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So you want to know what you could eat. And how to make water. And I want to know how to make water and... How to build a fire. How to build a fire. Okay, so they had a satchel with them. They got like an Indiana Jones style satchel. Mm-hmm. And it had... They all got a knife. They all, Yeah, all got a knife or an axe. Yeah. Or a machete. Yeah. Um, and then they could bring another item with them, like a comfort item. Mm-hmm. One dude brings a guitar. Yeah. Okay, but so he, did he bring the guitar and the bow and arrow? I think the bow and arrow was his, like, axe. Oh, okay. So I think they got, like, one form of protection or something. So what would be your form of protection? You probably couldn't well, bring a gun. I don't think we get to pick. <laughs> probably, <laughs> I don't think we get to pick. I don't think they got to pick their form of protection. Like, I think that that was assigned to them. There's no way that 
the hunter the hunter happened to, happened to get that bow and arrow i mean that's just good casting right i don't know because i would for me if i was going into this setting up teams i'd be like okay i know this guy has a problem with you know short metzkin dudes i'm gonna give the short metzkin dude the bow and arrow because i know he's gonna want it and we're gonna see some hunger got hunger game style like action here i think that ropes back into like running background checks and doing like like do you have any <laughs> yeah. um okay so if i if i got to pick my weapon of choice i would probably go with an axe because i'm freakishly good at throwing them you are it's crazy i know i almost went with a bow and arrow because i'm also really good with a bow and arrow but <laughs> i gotta see that <laughs> yeah, you haven't seen my archery i since. haven't seen it i'm freakishly good at arch- archery i can always happen i can tell because when you throw axes it's it's scary how good you are it's kind of weird that you've seen me throw an axe and not archery <laughs> like yeah you would just think one of those would take precedence but yeah no i'm freakishly good with both but again like i don't know i grew up going to camps and i guess I don't want to say, like, I'm more rugged because I'm not, but <laughs> I guess I'm more rugged than you. Yeah, probably. So what would you pick? Um, I think I already know. <laughs> what do you think I'd pick? A machete. Probably. Yeah, yeah, I'd probably be a machete. Yeah, so I based that off of, like, when we first started dating, Jonathan was like, look, I can protect us. And he pulled a machete out from between his mattress and box strings. <laughs> Which was, like, so dull that in, like, our second house that we lived in, he could not even cut down this really <laughs> thick weed with it. <laughs> the thing was not good. Yeah. I'm, but I'm a big Danny Trejo fan. I I don't remember who that is, but I know you told me that. He was in a movie called Machete. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, so probably Machete. Okay, so what's your, what's your comfort item? Oh, man. I so I really as I was watching the show I was kind of thinking about that because one girl brought a mosquito net and I think that that's a pretty good like that was a wise choice yeah um but also like one dude was talking about how he hasn't slept in four days because he can't get comfortable so I'm like a pillow would be very comforting but with the rain and like being outside Uh, constantly would that can I put it in a waterproof cover I guess I mean if I don't sleep I'm not a nice person yeah. Like, would you want to be stuck on an island with me if I wasn't sleeping? No. Yeah. <laughs> so that would that might be my best. My your best axe, your axe wielding, <laughs> hunting skill, fire building self with no sleep. No, not at all. Sounds like a dangerous yeah. combination, right? <laughs> Sounds like the start of a horror film. <laughs> hey, too far. Um, what would be your comfort item? Um, I was okay. So I was pretty dead set on uh. A pair of shoes. I really thought shoes was what you were going to pick. Originally, when we first talked about this, I said I would bring my barber because I wouldn't <laughs> want to go that long without a haircut. He did say that, to which I told him, no, an item, not a human. Like, <laughs> so. Because if that's the case, I'm going to bring somebody that can sew leaves together, that is a wilderness expert, can also cut my hair, can yeah. braid it every day for me. Yeah. Okay, anyways. Okay, so I, I was thinking shoes, but a rope makes more sense to me because then i could you know if the rope is thick enough i could shimmy up a tree to get bananas to get you know coconuts and stuff more fruit and i mean how have you ever tried to shimmy up anything with a rope no okay i look forward to you trying i would try 
Okay. I mean, I don't doubt that you would try. I guess I, I would like to witness the effort. There would be maximum effort with very little results because <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a lot of upper body strength right now. Yes, you do. You undersell yourself. Uh-uh. Uh, but I, I think that that's very difficult. Like, if you think back to Mulan, like, it was very hard to shimmy up that bowl with just... That's true. Yeah. We'd use that rope for something. I don't know. I, I mean, I don't think rope's a bad choice. I, I would like it if I brought my pillow and you brought your guitar. Then I feel like we'd be doing all right. Or I originally said an air mattress, which would also work, but I would be afraid I'd get a hole in it. But where would you get the electricity to blow up that air mattress? Because blowing that up by mouth, you would be there <laughs> all day. Well, I mean, clearly it comes with a little generator. Sunburn like no one's business. <laughs> like, would you bring sunscreen? No, I wouldn't, but I don't burn as bad as you. Um, but I did learn, and I don't know if it works yet or not, or if their production people are giving him sunscreen, but one <laughs> of the guys was like, I burn really bad. And his counterpart was like, oh, here, let me chew up some coconut and spit it on you because it, like, helps. Yeah, what an icebreaker. <laughs> like, can you imagine being, like, 23 be like, hey, can I chew up this coconut and spit it on you? Uh, they're definitely not 23. They're, like, 26 to 30. Still. But- can you imagine being like at a pool party and someone's right. be like, I forgot my sunscreen. Like, I got a coconut here. Of course, here. that's the same couple that instead of like finding fresh water first, they're like, oh, I'm going to make some headbands too. That is true. Well, a Shout lot of them, what one couple spent like the afternoon or like the, their day swimming and oh, surfing. True. That is very true. And I don't understand how they're not sunburned. That is true. I really, I think that the production company is intervening more than they're leading us on. I would think so, because at the end of the day, yes, it's um, it's Naked a reality Naked. TV show, but they're all still actors. Like you these think people, so? this dude got casted again. He was in Naked and Afraid. Well, he reapplied for now. He's he was in Naked and Afraid in the wilderness, but now he's Naked and Afraid of Love. No. Yeah, <laughs> because they all they all talk about how they're afraid and, of love. Uh, you know what else drives me or crazy, bad. or what what I don't like? What? Or not that I don't like, but what's weird to me is mm. every single one of them is like, I just really like being by myself. Like I've been single for seven years, been doing this, and like, but I came here to find love. Like, what makes you think that this particular experience is going to just make you find love? Like, this dude has already been traveling the world, staying by himself, spent however amount of time in indonesia he's like yeah i got stuck there i spent 21 days out there i hitchhiked sure it was like columbia or something something but, yeah but almost all of them were pretty well traveled they That's all talk true. about traveling a lot which i feel like you have to be pretty good about being out of your comfort zone like you really can't go from like oh i'm a physical therapist that works all the time in the middle of the city to like i'm gonna go be naked in the jungle looking for love like i feel like that's a pretty big transition yeah but I do have some just, like, questions about human nature. You ready Okay. Yeah, I'm ready. Okay. So let's start with the, the obvious one. How much does superficial attraction matter? Because every one of them, like, you know, all the girls, before they go and meet their first counterparts, they're like, I'm just tired of superficial guys. I'm just so tired of guys judging you on your looks, which I'm like, I don't know how going on a show naked, like counteracts that but like they all say that and then they swim up and they you know give these naked hugs and then within like five minutes they're like i just his vibe is so great and i can tell he's a really good guy yeah and so part of me is like 
Um, but then a part of me is like, how much does that superficial attraction really matter? Because you can't really be in a long-term relationship with somebody that you don't find attractive, right? Yeah. So, like, how much of that factors into who you're with? Like, how, how much that, do you have to be attracted to them? I think that you would have to be, like, pretty attracted to that person because, okay, so you're already breaking the ice of what does this person look like? For one, naked. And for two, like, a lot of, I feel like a lot of the times that the first time you see your partner naked is, I don't even know if this is true. So I'm not going to say it. No, go ahead. Like, like, are you sober? Oh. So you're sober, especially in this day and age, all these people talked about going on Tinder dates. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, how many times have they seen their kind of part, the person they're going to spend the next however much long time with sober and naked at the first, at the first sight? Like, you have to get past that. And once you're past that, then find out who the person is. But you already know kind of bare basics of what you're dealing with. I mean, yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, I... No makeup. No one's hair is done. I don't know how how true this is. Well, that's not true. Like, do they have makeup? Maybe not as much as normally. But I... One of those chicks' eyebrows, there's no way she's not feeling those in. Is it the... Bushy brow girl with Bennett? Yes. Okay. Um, but also like their hair, like one of the girls has like braids all over her head and they're gorgeous. Like they're super long and they're super pretty. But if nobody's going to upkeep those for her for like the month or whatever that they're out here, they would look terrible at the end. And I just, that is I true. 100% think that production crew is intervening to some extent. That is true. And I don't know about you. Well, I do know about you and you don't understand this, but <laughs> most of us. Most of us women, if we're spending the day in salt water and then getting out with our hair sopping wet, we don't have brushes, we don't have combs, nothing like that, our hair is going to be looking a fright. Like, it's going to look kind of crazy. It's going to be puffy. It's super humid where they are. Like That is true. Yeah. And all these girls, their hair is, like, still laying really cool and good and bang. Yeah. So, what do you think about your question? Oh. <laughs> I got off a little bit there, huh? Um, so, okay. Whenever it comes to being superficial, I absolutely think that it matters. Like, you have to have an ongoing attraction. However, I think that at some point, and I think it probably happens really quickly for females. I can't speak to males. But pretty quickly, like, y'all's personality affects the way we see you. Okay. I get that. Yeah. Like... I remember whenever I was younger, there was a boy, and he is so handsome on so many different levels. But as I got to know him, he was just not attractive. Yeah. Like, there was just nothing attractive about him because of his general attitude and the way that he he conducted himself. And I think that the reverse can be true, too. Like, somebody's personality can be so good that, I mean, I do think that there has to be, like, an initial attraction. But I think that that attraction can really amplify if the personalities fit. I get that. Is that true, though, for males, or is that just, like, a predominantly, like... I think it's true for males, because there's definitely been uh, girls in my past where I was like, man, she's really pretty, and the more I got to know her, I was like, nah, I don't like the way, you know, she does this, this is really weird, she's not driven here, and it's just a big turnoff. Yeah, yeah. I can see that. Okay. So, apparently men and women are pretty similar in that way. And that doesn't necessarily surprise me. 
Um, I have a question. Okay. Uh, how many times do you think we're going to hear vibe or vibin' in this show? Oh, a lot. A ton, right? Yeah, so, especially because so- one of the characters were referred to the jungle as the Jung Jung. And one of the one of the new ladies that he saw, a cutie patootie. Do you remember that? that? Yes, but that almost that's like an older phrase. You know what I mean? Yeah. I would typically refer to a cutie patootie as a kid, but yeah. I don't know the yeah. fact that he said because it was the same character that was like, "We're out here in the jung jung," and I was like, "What is he saying? Jungle, <laughs> jungle." That's what he means. Um, if this was. A show back in our day and i yeah. say our day like early 2000s when we were younger when we were younger what would have been the vibin like if you were to say we're vibin but back then oh i think it would probably be like oh we're clicking or you know oh we're talking really good yeah because remember whenever there was like a whole period of time where talking was kind of dating but like not it was like pre-dating yeah yeah we're, t- we're, we're talking yeah like yeah, like I i'm remember. not dating her but like we're talking yeah i could see that i could definitely see um meshing oh yeah yeah we're meshing really well yeah we are meshing is that something they don't say anymore i don't think so i think it's completely vibing vibing they're like oh yeah she's bussin bussin i guess can you say that for a person or is that only for food are you a cannibal is that something hannibal lecter would say i guess if i'm naked in the forest and i have to survive maybe right (laughs) yeah so that that i mean that why yeah i don't know um okay so a lot of the show too like they talk about their past relationships and then how that necessarily kind of has affected them um, like some of them have been in really long-term relationships. One of the characters has only ever been in two other relationships. Um, whereas most of them have been in several. So how do you feel like past relationships affect your current one? Um, maybe not you specifically. I mean, okay. You okay. So in general. Okay. So if I was on the show, let's say you and I were yeah. linked up on this show okay. and it's the first time that we're meeting. Okay. I wouldn't want to find anyone else. No, I'm just kidding. I, you definitely would. You'd be like, uh, yeah, I, I think there's a smoke show. I'd be like, this guy doesn't know how to start a fire. <laughs> <laughs> I need to go ahead. He keeps complaining he doesn't have any shoes on. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, go for it. Okay. Um, we're both on the show. Mm-hmm. I think my past relationships would kind of lead me to be more of like a... Like a no bullshit kind of guy. Oh, oh I just said a BS. Wow. I am so sorry to yeah, our listeners. Good thing we had a yes. On <laughs> yeah, I'm so sorry. Okay. Okay. So it would be no playing around. I'd be like, look, I'm here to find the girl of my dreams. I, I'm not going to spend a month with no shoes. But I feel like that's what you did in our dating relationship. You're like, hey, look, this but is I what had I want. shoes. <laughs> So you just say the same thing, but with shoes <laughs> yeah, on? Yeah, but with shoes on. <laughs> okay. But let's not worry about our pants or shirt or anything. We're just shoes. Shoes are the priority. Yeah. Okay. So I, w- I would be like, you know what? This is going to be cool, but I'm not going to do the whole, like, I know that there's other people on this island. Go date around, whatever. So you're just going to be with the first chick you get paired with? What if it wasn't me? 
What if it was the character? There's one particular character that just randomly yells. Oh, Lord. She's like, yeah, I like him. But I really like the fact that he... I'm just like, what is she doing? Why are you talking so loud? <laughs> so, oh, yeah. You know, that is true. I would be like, no. No. So, okay. How would your past relationships affect going into the current one? I think... Okay, so n- now I kind of kind of get your drift. Yeah. So I think that I would know exactly what I was looking for. Okay. And the moment that one girl, like if the girl I got paired up with was couldn't control the volume of her voice, <laughs> I would be like, you know, you're really cool, but I don't think that we're going to make it because I can't appreciate your voice the way other- another person could. <laughs> I feel like she would have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah. Um, She'd be like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I, oh, my goodness. Um, so, on a, in all reality, I think that your past relationships absolutely influence your current one. Yeah. How, how would, I mean, how would yours affect your uh, dating style being well, naked? In reality, I haven't been in many relationships outside of you. You know, I was in a really long-term relationship before you. Um, I had like one or two other brief dating experiences, but outside of that, like mine is very limited. Whereas yours was much more, um, variety filled, colorful, colorful. Yeah. You were kind of all over the spectrum there. Um, and so I, but I do think that your past relationships, don't necessarily have to dictate what you choose going forward, but they certainly influence like insecurities that you're going to bring into your next relationships and some expectations. Yeah, I would say not to harp on your insecurities, but just go ahead and lay those ground rules down. Like just say, hey, I got a problem with this. I got a problem with this. And if the other person can't respect it, then I yeah. mean, no, no use in taking it further. Well, that is very true. I, you know, I think it's easy to say like, oh, well, just don't bring your insecurities. But you know, as well as I do, like that doesn't always work for, I don't want to say women because I think it can be true for men too, but I know it certainly wasn't a reality for me. Like there are still some insecurities that every now and then rear its ugly heads with me and I have to like work through that. Yeah. And I tell you like, hey, you're like really hitting on this particular insecurity when you do this. Yeah. I got you. And so I think it's good to be aware of it, but I don't think that you can use it necessarily as a crutch of like, well, I had this in the past, so you can never do this. Yeah, I get it. I don't know. It's just, it's an interesting thing because a lot of them like to talk about their past relationships and like, well, now I'm looking for this. It's just an interesting, like, I I think it's important to take your past relationships, know what you like, know what you don't like, and then go say, hey, this is, this is who I am. This is what I want. That's true. Which um, is something you were good at. Yeah, yeah. I, I was just being mindful and respectful for for your feelings and your thoughts um, because I knew I wanted it to work. Yeah. You know? Okay, I have another question. Shoot. Do you think the producers made the cast members maintain, like, access hair? Access hair? Access or, excess hair. hair. Lack thereof? Yes, because... I would just imagine some of these dudes on this show are like manly guys, you know, I, and I and I say manly because, you know, they got they got good bodies and stuff. But 
I mean, you got to know one of them's like super hairy. But they're like, look, dude. Yeah. You're going to need to trim this down. I don't know. I I don't know how much the producers had to say versus how much they just knew I was about to be naked on national TV. True. And so I should probably do some manscaping. I am curious if this thing lasts a month, what it, that looks like for the females. Because there's just no way. There's no true. way that you're a hairless person for a month. Yeah. I mean, you you don't grow, like, a lot of chest hair, but, like, you tend to get a lot of facial or, like, a lot of unibrow hair. Yeah. I don't know. You can grow a mustache in, like, a night. No. <laughs> no, I cannot. Yes, you can. Don't, don't lie to our listeners. It's not, like, a full mustache, but you definitely, like, even now, you shave this morning, and I can see, like, where your mustache is growing in. I would definitely look like a walking catfish if my facial hair grew out. <laughs> you would look like a sensei. <laughs> <laughs> like an um, old kung fu master. That's funny. But yeah, that's, I don't know. Do you feel like they had rules for how to... I think they did. Because also, like, what if somebody felt like they wanted to be more hairy to protect themselves? Like, they're out there naked on sand. I do not understand how they're, like, rolling around in the sand butt naked. Yeah, it's just really weird to me. That just feels really uncomfortable What gets to me, and every time I look at it, no one's wearing shoes. And I'm like, how is that not the first thing you try to make? Okay, here's the deal. I don't, I'm not a big shoe wearer, and you know that. Um, for those of you listening, I could live my life barefoot, and that Jonathan is very rarely barefoot. Like, yeah. maybe in the shower, and that's, like, it. Yeah. Um, But even then, like, if I was out in the wilderness like that... Wait, to, like, I, I don't have a special shoe that I wear in the shower. No, no. She said maybe in the shower, but no, I do not take showers with shoes on. <laughs> I'm sure if I could give you some, like, water slippers, would you want that? With just your hesitations as that you're thinking about it. Yeah, I mean, are they the new line of Yeezys? Because I would definitely want some. No, okay, and then I would no, never I put Yeezys in the water. Like, I'm not going to spend a grand or two on shoes. But if you made water shoes, I would definitely get some. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So, for the record, we don't spend that much on shoes. <laughs> um, but anyways, even I, even I, who love to be barefoot... Walking through the jungle barefoot does not seem like a good time to me. Yeah. Like, there's giant, like, builder ants and the bullet ants and stuff like that out there. Like, you get bit by one of them sun guns and you're down. Yeah. Okay, so on a more serious note, outside of manscaping, although I think that that's an important important note to have. Um, There is a quote I wrote down. Falling for men's, the, one of the girls was talking about why her past relationships have failed. And she said she keeps falling for men's potential and not who they are. Ooh. Right? Ooh. That's a deep quote. Yeah. But as I thought about it, the more I thought, I don't know that I fully agree with that. I mean, don't you kind of have to fall in love with somebody's potential? Yeah. But they also have to want to reach that potential. Maybe that's what she meant. I don't know. I think that, you know, potential is going to come out if the other person is willing to work with the potenti. The potenti? <laughs> is that how you say that? <laughs> no. <laughs> the potentatite? <laughs> that's definitely not how you would say that, but I... I I hope that one day it is how you say that. <laughs> um, 
So I, I think what you're trying to say is if if they're willing to work with that person, maybe yeah. they're, they would reach their potential. But you can't reach your potential because I want you to. You have to reach your potential because you want to. Yeah. So, okay, so this, like, I know when we started dating, I lived with my parents. I was 27. I didn't have a bank account. <clears throat> I thought I could still wear a size small t-shirt. <laughs> like... This is why this quote really was resonated with yeah, me. <laughs> yeah. You saw my potential and then you allowed me to see my potential and highlight on those things. So I think that if the person saying this, if she's like, I keep going for their potential, is it her? I'm not blaming it on her. Yeah, yeah. But is it her not showing the guys like, hey, man. You can really do this if you put your mind to it. I'll cheer you on. Because that's essentially what you did was cheer me on. And then I thought I could do anything. And then here we are. Yeah, but I also think that everything that you did achieve, like you had already had planned on doing it. You just were looking for a reason to do it. You were like, well, I don't know that I feel like I want to put in all this work if I don't have somebody to share it with that's worth sharing it with. So do you think that she's presented herself as any reason for that guy to change? Ouch. That that is a heavy thing to put on somebody. I think what she's trying to communicate is essentially she saw their potential, but for whatever reason, they weren't willing to work towards their potential. Mm. Um, but I, I don't think that there's anything wrong with taking somebody that hasn't really reached their potential. And because I, I think that whenever you meet somebody young... Like, that's going to be your norm. Yeah. They haven't reached their potential yet because you're still figuring it out. And that's, you know, your potential kind of got rerouted. That wasn't your initial potential, you know. Uh-huh. Um, but I didn't necessarily, like, I wasn't like, hey, you need to do this. Hey, this is the next step. Like, you just were like, okay, like, this is what I want to do. We're going to have a family. Let's go. And like you said, I just cheered you on. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Good question. Thanks. Okay, um, so one of the girls in the show, one of her items was uh, um, hide. Yeah, it, to it, make clothes. To make clothes. So she She's made herself... productive to the show, but yeah. Yes, so she made herself like a top and like a, a mini skirt. Uh-huh. Do you think that's fair? I, you know, initially I was like, huh. I my I lean towards no, but I also am like, uh, I don't know that I care that much about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I feel like if anything, she is like, you can't, she was naked for three days before she made, made the clothes. So, I mean, it's not necessarily a modesty thing because like, also if you're that modest, why go on a show like that? Yeah. So I think it has to be, cause she made the clothes before as they started meeting new people. So I think it has to be almost like an insecurity thing. Hmm. She is quite fond of her dude that she she's really with. Is, which is so sad because he's like, yeah, like we're vibing and gave her promise flowers, whatever that is. Yeah. Um, and then she's like, I really think that he's the guy. And he's like, you know, I'm still playing the field. Yeah. yeah. He's like, I'm single and ready to mingle. Yeah. Ooh. I'm like, dude. And he's, you know, he says this thing where he's like, you know, we we both agreed to date or see what else is out there. But at the end of this, we're going to be together. Did he say that? Yeah. That's I what must he, have missed and that. That's what I said. I was like, 
I don't know how he got that from the conversation that they just had. Yeah, I don't know. That's not like, what she but, got. <laughs> yeah, I was like, okay. Because when the other group came and some chicks were all over him, he she was looking at them she, with daggers. Yeah, yeah. Ooh. So, yeah, awkward. Well, speaking of that particular couple, you know, she... Okay, so this girl, she they're tired. They haven't had a good night's sleep because they're sleeping on sticks and leaves. Um, they haven't really eaten yet other than like coconuts, which to me, I don't really, I don't understand how they're still functioning. They're barely eating, barely sleeping, and they struggle to find fresh water. <laughs> so yeah. she goes into the jungle with one of the partners um, because at this point, like the groups have met, a couple of them have, and they're looking for fresh water and she cups an attitude because she's just, she's annoyed. And I, I can relate to that. And so she cups an attitude, and that guy, like, shuts down. Like, just is, like, does not know what to do with her. Is like, okay, and whatever. So then she's walking with the other guy. She cops an attitude with him, and he just calls her out on it. And he's like, why do you, what's with the attitude right now? Like, what's your problem? Yeah. And they work it out, and she gets over it really quickly. So here's my question to you. How do you handle my attitudes? Like, how do you handle me whenever I cop an attitude because I'm either hungry or cranky or tired or whatever? Mm. <laughs> you didn't see this one coming, did you? No, and I don't really remember that part, but I would like to say that, you know, I if I can tell, I'm like, What's wrong? And you're going to say, nothing, I'm fine. Which I know that there's something wrong. So then I say, are you sure? And then you either say, yeah, like, I don't have an attitude. I'm like, uh-oh, there it is. <laughs> and you're just like, well, I'm, you know, hungry, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, well, then let me help you get over this hump so you can, you know, not calm down, but just be at ease. And I try to do everything I can to veer you back into that normal state Uh, yeah sometimes i i see you doing that sometimes you kind of get annoyed and you shut down which my my follow-up question to that is what advice would we have for other people that find themselves with a really agitated partner let her do her thing and then come in and like two hours later with you know ice cream or something you don't do that I know. <laughs> <laughs> so what I find to be most successful, it, whenever I have a bad attitude or whenever I'm agitated for whatever Bef- reason. Before you get into this, just know that next time you have a bad attitude, I'm going to try this. So if you don't want this well, to be something I try, <laughs> don't say it. Sometimes you already do it. Okay. Like I would say 50% of the time you do this. Um, whenever I have a bad attitude or I'm frustrated, whatever, for whatever reason. When you come to me and you say, hey, like, I see that you're upset. How can I help? Like, when you acknowledge my attitude first. Because if you don't acknowledge the attitude and not like, hey, stop having a bad attitude. Because that's never helped anyone. (laughs) Um, But whenever you're like, hey, I can tell you're upset right now. How can I help you? Because I think that whenever you're like, hey, let me problem solve with you. Like, what do you need? Then it's like, okay, I have a partner in my frustration. It doesn't necessarily feel like you're copping an attitude back. 
which even though I know I'm more than capable of copying an attitude or just getting irritable or whatever you want to call it, I still want you to want to pull me out of it and be my partner to work through it, not both be just irritated. I see that. Yeah. And you, most of the time, that's actually what you do. I think the other 50% of the time, I ask you the exact same question and you say, no, I'm fine. Let me deal with it. Well, then you need to let me deal with it. Okay. <laughs> Just okay. That's all you got. <laughs> I don't know. Then go get the ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. That was a good question. Thanks. I am full of them. Yeah. Okay. So one of the things that I saw on the show is there's a, uh, I say, I want to say character. There's a person on there who's vegan. Ew. I, not okay. that vegan people are yeah. gross. <laughs> yeah. I say ew in that I would not want to personally eat like that. But okay. Yes. So her counterpart is catching crabs and stuff like that for them to eat. Well, she's like feels terrible. Like she's like, I can't believe I'm poking this crab and I know he's about to get eaten and all this stuff. So he goes out into the forest and he's like, I think I know what I can get her. Well, he's so like, I'm going to find something for yeah. her. Yeah. I'm going to find something for her. I think I know what she can eat. Mm-hmm. How safe is that? Because I feel like he's about to poison this poor girl. Well, he finds a papaya, so I think... By luck. Right. Well, I don't know if he I don't know if papayas just fall on the ground like that. They, I mean, they, it's like any other fruit, so eventually it's going to fall. Yeah. But also, again, how much does the production intervene? Like, do they yeah. throw some papayas on the ground? So when he brings his papaya back to her, she doesn't, she's not, like, expressive. She has a smile on her face, but her teeth are just clamped together. And she's like, oh, awesome, papaya. Okay. She looks like she hated every bit of that. I would have thrown that papaya straight into the ocean and been like, fine. I think she's shy, and this is still a new person to her, and he went out of his way to do it, and she doesn't know exactly how to react. Like, I, I think that she was appreciative, but I think, like, what do you want? Like, every every time somebody is excited to get something, you have to jump up and down and be like, oh, my goodness, you brought me a papaya. If I was to bring you something and we were on that show, Naked and Afraid, of course I would want you to jump up and down. Well, I wouldn't. But you're saying that because I'm naked and you want to see you curve. <laughs> <laughs> it took me a minute to get there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. So... Another quote from the show is this guy was like, I just want to find that perfect person that I have no issues with. (laughs) Is that even a thing? No. Wow. You're so quick on that. You definitely have issues with me. Yeah. No, you said that like you definitely had issues with me. So that okay, leads me my, to my issue is like what what are your issues with me? Um, okay. <laughs> issue number one mm-hmm. when you when I get into my car and yeah. all the vents are flipped up, <laughs> turned off, and face the other way when I have them set exactly to where they point on. I me. will always move the vents. I hate air blowing in my face. That's my issue. Yeah, but what was your issue like when we first started dating? What was your issue that might have led you to look at one of the other girls on the island? Ooh, I don't know. Oh, come on. I I don't know. (laughs) I can't, like... You don't remember? No. Oh. Okay, you obviously remember (laughs) your issue with me. What was it? 
I I think it was just your lack of of having a bank account and like I had to pay some warrants for you early on. <laughs> and now I I do want to say like those warrants were speeding ticket. Yeah, I was a one hundred percent a broke college student in Dallas, Texas, and I mean like broke like I was eating like a sack of apples and peanut butter for a week. Like that was my grocery shopping. So I did not have any money to pay those warrants down. So the lack of perfection for me is that I move your vents into the car. Yeah. Not at all that I have an attitude sometimes. No. Oh, you just expect that? No. But I mean, that's not, that's not like a fatal flaw. Yeah. Like everyone has attitudes, (laughs) you know, I, I can have an attitude. How many times have I woke up from a nap and I'm just like in a funk? Oh, yeah. You are kind of crappy. So, I mean, driving. Um, yeah, he has bad road rage. Yeah. So, I well, mean, like, everybody. That kind of leads me to my jealousy question. Oh, okay. Because we are definitely seeing some jealousy develop on the islands. Yeah. So, what makes you jealous? Do you still get jealous? Um, Not as much anymore. I would probably say that it's not like a big thing anymore i used to bad and because you're so beautiful you're awesome you have a master's degree you're educated you're you know in a high ranking position in your company like like you were put together really well and i'm like i'm not like my jealousy stemmed from me not being my best self and you finding someone at their best selves that would compliment you because I don't, I didn't feel like I did. But not all of that was true for me right off the bat. Like, I didn't have my master's degree when we first got together. I know. But, like, like this, this is what I'm saying. Like, this is what would stem my jealousy. Oh. Like, if you found, like, this, you know, dude that looks like Rip from Yellowstone that was educated, you know, big time in the community, like was just a complete cool guy Mm -hmm. i would be like i don't know if i want you hanging out with that dude but you are the complete (laughs) i'm not ripped from uh i can't even build a fire i I can't comfortably (laughs) build a fire by myself like this dude's over here killing people but you're okay well i don't really want you to kill people so (laughs) i'll take i can't build a fire so i'm gonna kill people like i'll I'll take that you're you're my i can't ride a horse that's okay. We don't need to ride horses every day. I can't rope anything. That's. I also don't need to rope anything on a daily. Cowboy hats look funny on me. They do kind of look funny on you. Yeah, don't they, they do. Yeah. But hats look pretty good on me, so that's okay. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I got some pictures to prove it. Oh, hey, stop. <laughs> so maybe when I was younger, there might be some pictures of me with a cowgirl hat that are not super attractive. That's but funny. They're out there. And I was like 14 years old. So maybe <laughs> I, I guess I was 16 because I had my car. Hey, do you want to take a quick break and then come back? Sure. All right. We'll be right back. And, and we're, we're back. back. Okay. So we were talking about jealousy because there is a lot of jealousy going on in the show. Um, and you were saying that you don't get jealous anymore because I'm not just attractive anymore. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I was getting to the point where um, that also plays into one of my insecurities, you know, being jealous and there's not feeling like I'm enough. So now that not that I know I'm enough, like I'm like this big cocky dude, Mm -hmm. but that I know that 
you're my perfect fit and I'm your perfect fit. So I know that the dudes that come and, you know, want to holla or whatever they do, <laughs> want to vibe with you. I don't know what that lingo so is. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think know. That my vibe is an aggressive vibe. <laughs> but I know that, you know, you would talk to them because you'd want to be nice and professional and stuff like that. But you wouldn't want, you wouldn't carry on past having a professional relationship. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, and I know that. Well, and I think that it's important to say, like, as we, as we built and strengthened our relationship, we were really mindful of our interactions with the opposite sex. Yeah. Kind of for that reason to make sure that there wasn't jealousy or any like cracks in the foundation there. Yeah. Um, so why don't we take a few minutes and kind of talk about some different things that we did. Maybe some young couples are building their relationships. Um, you know, like for example, I, I remember whenever I was younger, I've always had more guy friends than female friends whenever I was younger. And I remember being like, I'll never give up my male friends. Like guys shouldn't expect that of me. They should understand I could be friends with them and nothing more. But you kind of changed that for me. Um, Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I think that a part of that was in my, my past relationship was not, Ooh, it was not super healthy. Um, but I think for you, it was just like, well, I want to make sure that he feels safe and stable in this relationship. Yeah. And it's not that I gave up all my male relationships. It's just that I included you on them. Yeah, that is true. And I, I will say my close guy friends took that really well because it wasn't like I ever had like a big sit down with them. It's just like instead of texting them directly, I would group text with you. Yeah, I, I get that. I appreciate that. Um, For me, I was definitely more of like a... I didn't really have a lot of girlfriends. Mm-hmm. Um, A couple. Mm-hmm. But definitely ones that have been like, yeah, like this is her. Like, you know... Here, here you go. Like, like, what do you want to know? Um, so, I, I mean, it, it's just one of those things. Like, I, I don't really care to communicate where you don't want me to communicate. Yeah, I guess it wasn't a big deal if I was like, "Hey, um, I don't yeah. feel super comfortable with this particular female." You were like, "Okay." Yeah, that's just all right. That's fine. Yeah, like that. I mean, I, I feel like. I feel like as guys, if, if, ah, I don't even know how to say that. Well, I think that it's just caring that the other person feels safe, but also understanding that there are certain boundaries that you can now have with the opposite sex. Okay. For example, um, I had a, a work friend, if you will, um, and, you know, I, I knew him and his wife. Well, then one day we went to lunch and we were talking about some different stuff. And he told me, hey, I'm going to I'm going to be filing for divorce. Like, I'm going to start going through this divorce process. And whenever I talked to you about it, you were like, I'm really uncomfortable with this friendship. Like, if he is telling you and, like, wanting you to be that support system for him mm-hmm. during his divorce, like, I feel like that's an emotional tie I'm not comfortable with you having. And so I just kind of, okay. And you weren't wrong. Like, I, I always want to be there to support the people around me. And I, I do want to care for those people. But at the point that it's like you're looking to me for emotional support through a relationship, 
like I can't necessarily be that for you because that could potentially blur lines and I, I'm not interested in any kind of blurred lines. Yeah. I hear Is that. Is that kind of what you were saying? Yeah, yeah. Um so getting back to the show. Yeah. And on the same line of that, like, okay, there's one dude who's I think the sweetheart of the show. Yeah. So he goes and he he's with Loud Lita, because I don't know her name. I just Loud Lita, wow. Yeah. Okay. Um they go meet a new couple and there's another girl on there named Britt. So both girls like this guy Bennett. And kind of leaves the other dude out like <laughs> like at, at one at one point of the show, like, you know, they're all laying down about to go to sleep and both girls are beside Bennett. And this dude just kind of like off to the side. Like, how would you feel in that situation? Like if I was that dude? Yeah. I don't I'd probably just like wander off like I'm going to go find a new group. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm going to let y'all hash out whatever you're hashing out here. But let's, yeah. you know, I'm I'm going to go. Do this other thing. Yeah. Because uh, I'm pretty sure that, that that the guy that was left out was the uh, sketchy dude with the potential oh, rape yeah. charge. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think, okay, it's hard for me to necessarily relate to all of these people because at the point in time whenever I met you, I was really content to be alone. Like, I, I didn't necessarily expect to to have what we have, let alone to have the family that we have. Um, I, I had really just anticipated being alone for most of my life. And I was okay with that. I was comfortable with that. Um, of course I wanted more, but I was, I was okay with that. So I'm also naturally very comfortable by myself. Yeah. So I feel like if that was a situation, I'd be like, cool, show me how you made that headband. And then, like, I would start making everybody headbands or, like, make flip-flops from that little weaving thing she does. Or I don't know. Like, I just wouldn't particularly care. But that's also why I wouldn't go on a show like this because I'm not made that for true. that. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't make very good TV from that standpoint. Yeah. What show would you go on? Oh, man. Like, a reality TV show. <laughs> I don't know. Um... I, so, <laughs> Undercover Boss, I think would be really cool. I could actually see that. Right? Yeah. Um, But I also love me some Real Housewives. And so, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I would be endlessly entertained. Or maybe, like, if I get to pick any of them, I guess Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Like, I feel yeah. like we could be friends. Yeah. I uh, I could definitely see you an Undercover Boss be like... Like, you know, you're just going in and an employee says something wrong and you'd be like, are you freaking kidding me? This is how you do it? Like, it's five minutes into the show and someone's already getting reamed. (laughs) I I am not. I never ream my employees. I know, but. That kind of hurts my feelings. If you were on that show, it would be like. I would gently correct them like I do every day in real life. I don't ever ream them. Ouch. I I could see you freaking out on someone. Maybe if they didn't work for me. Yeah. But if they work for me, I'm not going to. I wouldn't ream anyone. I'm not saying that this. I'm not saying that, you know, Bravo is going to show up to CPC and be like, hey, we want you to go undercover. But like the like these people obviously do not know their bosses because they're so high up. The company is so big. Like 
your employees are definitely going to pick you out of my a crowd. My issue is not with my employees not knowing me. It's that I wouldn't read them. Like, that is not how I operate. That is not how I lead. <laughs> okay. No, I, I know, I know, what I know. Okay. I'm trying to just move past this. Okay. See, this is, baby, this is how he handles the attitude. He's just like, let's move past this. Let's be done with this. Oh, my gosh. Okay, what's okay, what TV, What TV show would you be on? Um, probably, uh, probably real world. I think I'd be good at real world. Why? I feel like all those people are outgoing and I could, I feel like I would fit nicely. I'm not. I feel like we're wired so differently because here I am undercover boss. And honestly, my second thought, like my thought for you was like maybe shark tank. I could probably do shark tank. Um, but then you jump to freaking real world. Like that's your first pick. Yeah, well, it's just somewhere where, I mean, because, like, think of the shows. Like, I, what am I going to say? Uh, Flavor Flaves, the, the, <laughs> the Flavor of Love. Like, I'm not going to. What, what is it, Tia Tequila? Yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh, that's a super old show. But, like, I'm think thinking of. I older than Real World. Okay, so, okay. Survivor? No, I would be terrible at that. I know, me too. Like, it's day five. We're picking up Jonathan Barella. <laughs> And I'm like, hell, we. I, I don't know. I do my research. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how to start a fire. <laughs> I got bit by this thing. <laughs> like, okay. Um, okay, so Shark Tank, and then probably, uh, um, I, I want to say Ghost Adventures. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think we would both enjoy Ghost Adventures. Yeah. That would be fun. Yeah, that would be fun. Okay. Until he, like, sends us off with Aaron to do some Right, scary. yeah. Mm. Okay, so another thing that I saw was um, I said kudos to the dude that turned down a chick because he was vibing with another girl. Like, he was like, yeah, like, I get it. And he's like, I appreciate you telling me that you like me or that you want to see where things are going. But I kind of like this other girl, and I want to see where that goes. To which, yeah, he sees another white girl come on on shore, and he's just like, Oh, this girl's bad. And he starts ignoring the girl that he likes. Um, but in that conversation, that's the one where he calls her like, yeah, you're just like my little homie. Yeah. So she really struggled with that rejection. She had known him all of like 24 hours. And, you know, she was like, yeah, I just feel like we have a great vibe. And he was like, well, actually, like, I feel like we vibe like, like you're my little homie or whatever. Which then the girl starts crying and she's like, oh, I feel like I'm going to throw up. Yeah. And like kind of takes it really hard. So here's my question. How do you handle rejection? And do you feel like your levels of rejection, like do you have levels of rejection or is all rejection difficult for you? Um, It used to be all rejection was difficult for me. Um, Now, I don't care. Like, if I go to a customer, I'm not going to, like, like, the level of rejection for me asking someone out is obsolete now because I am married. Right. Um, But if I go to a customer and they say no, I'm like, okay, well, you know, I appreciate you and you know, I'll check back. And they're like, no, it's okay. Like, it's all right. I feel like you want to hear, you know, our prices versus competitor prices. No, it's it, we're really fine with who we got. Sounds good. And then... I'm going to start hounding them. I might be a creeper in that standpoint. Wait, I, yeah, I guess I'm really confused. So if you get rejected, you just like reject the rejection? <laughs> yeah. 
That sounds like a really bad game plan. I would really hate that as a human. Well, you don't have to worry about that anymore. Because you- <laughs> I gave in to you rejecting your denial. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, my gosh. I denied your denial. Um, okay. But, like, uh, did you have, like, personal levels of rejection that are difficult for you? Mm, I don't know. I don't think so. I mean, probably when I was younger. Okay. Like, definitely, definitely before... Only a couple of years before I met you, was I able to deal with rejection, you know, handle it well. Yeah. Um, I felt like I, I, every time I got rejected in the past, like in the past past, it would just like wear me down to where I was like, no, like I suck. Mm. But then it turned into like this, well, you're missing out now. Yeah. And Yeah. It showed in a, in a really weird way. What do you mean? Like a lot of okay, so a lot of times I would get rejected would be at the bar, like me trying to pick up a girl. Sure. And I would compliment her. She would say no, and then I wouldn't. She would say no to your compliment. Like you'd be like, "You're pretty," and she'd be like, "No." Yeah, or I would be like, "Can I buy you a drink?" And she'd be like, "No," Aww. and I would be like, <laughs> you know, I would say some choice words and and turn around well you can always buy me a drink well i appreciate that and that's why we're married oh yeah yeah oh that's funny how that happened (laughs) (laughs) um because like i know for me i like i i don't mind general rejection like you know if something doesn't work out or if you know so and so that i don't really know very well rejects me like that's not necessarily a big deal but, like, the people that are really close to me, whenever I feel rejected or maybe even left out, like, that is a really, like, that's a deep hurt for me. Yeah. Like, it really hits me hard. Um, and I'm not one to really show it often. But whenever I do feel it, like, I feel it pretty deeply. I do, I guess the level of rejection that they kind of show in the show, like after 24 hours, feels a little extreme to me. I think they have to upstage everything. That makes sense. Yeah. Because there's no way that this chick met this dude five minutes talking. They took a, they took a walk to go get their fish basket or something. Yeah. And she's like crying over this guy. You're just sorry. up a storm tonight. I know. I'm so sorry. She's crying over this dude for him being like, I think we're better off as friends. Little and homie. she's like, yeah, he, she, you're my little homie. And she's like, I just want to throw up right now. And she's all crying and stuff. I'm like, you have no, you could have been dodging a bullet. Yeah. Which in reality, I, I think she probably was. Yeah. Because he seems a little sketch. So on this level or on this rejection side. If you start dating someone on the island, mm-hmm. do you get mad if he's glancing at other females when everyone is naked? Yeah. We, well, yeah. Yeah. Why? Well, because we could even be out somewhere. And if I think you're glancing at somebody fully clothed, I get irritated with you. Okay. I get it. <laughs> you're just so quick to be like, yep. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not that that happens a lot, but, you know, every now and then I feel a little crazy and I'm yeah. like, um, you lose that chick, huh? I mean, like, uh, our waitress, because I'm trying to get her attention. <laughs> yeah, I definitely looked at her. <laughs> I feel like um, 
It doesn't happen. Like I said, it doesn't happen often. I feel like the last time was probably a few months ago. And I was like, are you, like, I know she's pretty, but are you really looking at that girl? And you were like, what? You're like, what girl? And I was like, the one you were staring at. And you're like, no, look, her husband has, like, whatever hat. And I was like, oh, whatever. I do notice really weird things about people. That is true. So I would say, I don't remember that, for instance. But I would probably be looking at someone's hat or, like, someone, it's, you know, maybe I'm like, does that dude really have, like, a saber tooth tooth sticking out of his mouth? And you'd be like, oh, no, you're just pointing that out because this girl is whatever. Like, no, 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 look, look, like, look. I am kind of crazy like that, huh? Yes. <laughs> I thought we were so quick to answer. <laughs> I'm sorry that I love you and I just I, don't I want... love you, but, I mean... Well, I think your answer to this question is yes. If somebody is looking at somebody else, whether they're naked or clothed, I feel like the girl's going to be like, what the heck was that? That's true. Like, it's a no-win scenario. They literally made this show and said, let's see if we can get everybody to fight. I think so. And I think that that's probably where it's going to end up. Yeah. Because here's here's my other question. And you know, I, I know what I've been told from a young age. But you are an actual man, so I trust your your judgment here. Is it really difficult not to look at naked women when they're around? Yes. Especially if you're already dating someone on the island. What do you mean? You've never been on an island with naked women. I'm trying to put myself in this scenario. Okay, okay. Like, you're, you're saying, hey... Do you want to look at these eight naked chicks? <laughs> like you're on a show with Do these people. Do you want to look at eight naked chicks? I don't. Okay. But what I'm saying <laughs> is if we were there, would it be hard to not go like this? Like look up and like how many times can I look up at the sky <laughs> or like notice a new plant? Like, oh, hey, did you guys notice that this tree grew uh, four centimeters from last night? They're like, why did you notice that? Like I'm trying not to look at. Uh, Wait, why can't you look at their face? Frank, why do they have to look at their body? You would definitely <laughs> go like this. <laughs> oh, do you see that, you know, shell on the ground? I know what you're looking at. Okay, so you're saying that as a male, it would be very hard for you not to look at other female bodies. I think as a person, it would be hard for me not to look at... The whole person. Everyone's body. And I'm not saying like, oh, would I be checking out this dude's, mm-hmm. you know, hang down? No, but I mean, it's not something you see every day. You know what I'm saying? Like, of course, you're just going to be like, okay, like take a quick (laughs) glance and you're just like, okay, I'm not going to stare like this dude must have sat on some poison ivy because (laughs) his butt is chapped. (laughs) Oh, speaking of chapped butts. Surely they have toilet paper, right? Because they haven't even brought it up on the show. Like, I have no idea. Nobody's been like, hey, my booty hurts? Or yeah, like-, like, hey, no one used leaves from this tree <laughs> yeah. because it rips me. Like, <laughs> nothing like that. Well, I guess they're not eating and drinking, so. Yeah, I, I don't know, because my next thing was we definitely see some a pair kissing. For all yeah. we know, this is like day five with no one brushing their teeth. <laughs> Yeah. Like hygiene. How does how do they not just 
smell terrible. I don't know. Like salt water. And, and coconut. And coconuts. Because that's all they're eating? Yeah. Yeah, I don't... Crabs. I mean, yeah, which they put crabs in a pot, but they didn't put any water in said pot, and I don't know what they did with the pot. And, okay, the fire... I don't think they know how to cook those crabs. I don't think so either. <laughs> Like, why this show, but I can't stop watching it. (laughs) It is. I mean, there's just so many things that they don't acknowledge that I'm really interested in. Like, you're on day five of very little, like, fresh water. No real food other than coconuts. They gotta have water because no one's lips are, like, chapping up or, like, turning white. Passing out from dehydration. Yeah. It just doesn't make sense. Like, what are y'all using to wipe your heinies? Like, like what my one of my items in my bag would have 100% been a life straw. I'm like, oh, yeah. So everyone, yes. Ocean? I'd be like, this is it. I think you only get so many uses, uses out of them. I think it's up to 250 gallons. Oh. You could definitely, even if they're out there for a week, you're all, you're going to be okay. Okay. Yeah. But do you share that life straw? No. Do you tell anybody you got that life straw? I mean, they're going to see you when you're drinking out of the ocean with it. I, don't, I would be like, hey, uh, man, my stomach's really hurt. It must have been that uncooked crab we had earlier. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be over here for a little bit. No one come over here. And I would be just <laughs> sipping water. I really feel sitting on cloud nine. sad for the crabs that they're just going to die in a waterless pan overheat. They're just going to burn to death. They're not even going to be edible. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know, babe. Like, I feel what like would you rather... Well, okay, but this is not the would you rather okay. pick one. Yeah. Would you rather be cooked by one of these people on the show if you're <laughs> a, crab, a crab or cooked by the chef in Little Mermaid? Chef in Little Mermaid. Like, at least I had he some had water in there. He crazy in his eye, though. You know, yeah, he was gonna, but like, he knew what he was doing. At least I could die an honorable death. I'm not going to die for no reason. Nobody's going to be able to eat those crabs. They're all going to be burned to the pan. <laughs> Like you, it's like a Salem witch trial in a pot. That is true. That's, <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> like, that that's is awful. True. That is real bad. Yeah. And like one that's of them that was that helping vegan him, chick was crying. I know, right? I was gonna say one of them that was helping put him in there was vegan. She probably doesn't even realize like they're just gonna die in vain. <laughs> She's gonna be over there eating her papaya like nothing's wrong. How's the crab but, taste, guys? Like kind of <laughs> sticky. I don't even know that they'd be... St- I'm pretty sure they'll just be burnt to hell. Yeah. Like, I... Ugh. Anyways. Um, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, I don't know. So, um, hygiene. Like... Yeah, there's just no way. What do you do? There's no deodorant. There's no soap. Which, that is, like, we watch them, like, get out of the ocean and then go lay on the beach. And so, they have sand all over them. And I'm like, you're going to either have sand or salt in every crevice of your body. Every single one. And don't get cut because I didn't see a first aid kit anywhere. Well, that well, cut is the least of my concern. They should all be dehydrated and like very close to death. That is true. I don't know. And they have like no food. There's just a lot of things that I feel like they've got to be getting help from somewhere. Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, sorry, yet. guys. Like, we need to stop doing this so late at night. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, anyway, so that's. That's so our synopsis. If you're young and looking for a relationship, 
naked and young or naked and afraid of love is not is not your way and a lot of these a lot of these people are like i've been to the bars i've been to the clubs you might meet a cool person there and i'm not saying if you've met your counter your perfect match at a bar that you're wrong right but But don't haven't like maybe you tried church before you try a naked island Yeah, definitely before you try a naked island. <laughs> yeah. But I just say and like explore different avenues because these people are talking like that was their like their last stop to find anyone ever. Yeah. And I'm like, D- you haven't like, come on, there's tons of people to meet anywhere. And I feel like I feel like the younger generation has gotten definitely used to my phone or this app is going to tell me everything because these professionals put it together and forgot to rely on just communication. Just yeah, open communication with someone. Where were you planning on meeting somebody before we met? I was going to leave that up to the lucky stars. And I met you. Boom. Okay. Yeah. Got super lucky. Okay. So. I am very much so like, you know, at the point in time that we met, I was really comfortable with being alone because that's that's kind of where my journey was leading. But... I really believe, like, if you are out there hunting for your spouse or for your person, like, you should go on a lot of different dates. You should cast a wide net and see what you get. Yeah. You could bind that. But I also feel like it's kind of hypocritical of me to say that because that's not at all what I've ever done. Would you have tried that? If if we didn't meet at the time we met, would you have tried that? <sighs> That's so hard to say because I feel like at the point that we met, I really was very comfortable with just doing my own thing for the foreseeable future. Like I, I really had no intentions of of having a serious life with anyone because I didn't feel like there was anyone out there that really fit me and I wasn't willing to settle. Does that yeah. make sense? Mm-hmm. And so I really just thought I was either too difficult or too i don't know just too much in general that i never thought i'd meet anyone that could compliment me and that's what i wanted and i wasn't willing to settle for anything else so i was okay to be alone yeah so i don't know like i now would i have eventually probably gotten lonely maybe why are you shaking your head no (laughs) No, this is I'm thinking about your plan if if I die. Oh my gosh. Okay. Here's the reality of it. At some point I would have needed attention. But needing attention versus needing a life like somebody to do life with, a husband, a spouse, whatever, are two different things. And so would I've probably gotten on dates just to have somebody give me attention? Sure. But would I have actively looked for a spouse? Probably not. Hmm. Okay. And at that point in my life, I was looking for a spouse. I made that pretty clear when we were dating. Yes. And two, it probably would have scared a lot of girls off. Like, hey, like, I'm 27. What I want by the time I'm 30 is to be a father and a provider of a family. Mm-hmm. Like, what girl is going to be like, yeah, I'm down for that. <laughs> well, I was... I, I mean, I think a lot of girls would have been down for that, actually, because I, at that point in time, I feel like at that stage in life, that age, whatever, a lot of people are like, yeah, let's do it. Um, I think that for me, 
yes, like those are things that I, I wanted, but I wasn't willing to be with somebody that wasn't the right fit for me again. Like yeah. I had already done that. I already tried to make things work whenever they weren't meant to work. I'd already been in a toxic relationship. I didn't want that. I wasn't interested in that again. And if that meant, <clears throat> if I had to choose between being a toxic relationship but being married with kids or not being in a relationship at all and not getting to be married and have kids, I was going to go with the not route. Mm. Because that's I was not willing to be in another toxic relationship just to have kids, just to be a wife and to have kids. Yeah. I wasn't willing to do it. Okay. And so it's not to say that I didn't want those things, but more than anything, I wanted the healthy, good relationship. And so that's what I found in you. And that's why... That's why we are where we are today. Awesome. Not because I just wanted a husband, but because I wanted the husband. Yeah. I I, I agree because all the guys that you've dated in the past, from what I know, I'm not the type that you would were seeking. But you found something in me and went with it. Yeah. I mean... You definitely physically are very different than what I normally would go with. You're a different physical type, yes. Um, Like I've never dated, I've never dated anyone Hispanic. I never dated anyone under, I think, six feet. Short, you can go ahead and say it. I don't feel like you're short. I feel like I'm short. I feel like you're average. But I typically, like in the past, went for really tall guys. I don't know, but... Ultimately, it wasn't, I don't know, it wasn't about typically, like, I, I don't think I ever set out and was like, I'm not dating anyone under six feet. I think that it was more of like, that's just kind of how it worked out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, because I, I was always been really attracted to you. Ditto. <laughs> okay. Are we done with Naked and Afraid of Love? I think we're done with Naked and Afraid of Love. If you have any questions, you know how to get a hold of us. You know how to find us. Ask away. Um, Yeah. Um, Again, if you're seeking a relationship, just be yourself. The right person is definitely going to catch you like those people are catching crabs. In I feel like that sounds terrible. Like, hey, there's a bunch of naked people catching crabs. That is funny. Yeah, Yeah. that's funny. Okay. Um someone's going to pick you up and see your true potential, see your true value and hone that in and make you your best self. But I think you definitely have to be open to that. Yeah. Yeah. Like you have to either be open to whatever happens happens, which is kind of where I was, you know, if I find the right person, great. And if I don't, okay. Um, or if you were actively like, I want a spouse, like I want somebody, then you need to catch the wide net and you need to get out there and you need to meet people and yep. you need to get to know different people and, you, and and set your boundaries. Don't be afraid to set your boundaries. Don't, 100%. don't be like, well, I could deal with this guy that likes to yeah. bite his toenails. Yeah. Yeah. Don't, I used to do that as a kid. I mean, as a kid, that's, that's normal, but. I don't even think I can put my knee to my chin right now. You definitely could. Oh, maybe you can. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I can. That's you got to be pretty flexible to do that, and yeah. and I applaud you for that. But knee to chin, I don't think that takes a lot of flexibility. You try. You try it. I feel like it takes lack thereof. 
you almost you're, you're there oh well, um uh but definitely set your boundaries like don't be afraid of that yeah. like you you know what you want you go get that i think that that is probably the single most successful thing we did early on was we set our boundaries and our expectations up front. yeah like i i definitely remember telling brett like i don't do this like i got the blankets game oh my trying gosh. to be cutesy i got the blankets come get me i'm like i just went and got another blanket and she was like you're not gonna chase him like i'll Jonathan do that is a fun sucker for those of you that don't know this <laughs> he seems like he would be really fun and playful and he's not like you know anytime like if we're sitting on the couch or something and i take out the blankets and you expect him to be like oh like and come and take them back for me and be all cute he doesn't no fun. I don't. I don't. And I'm sorry. Do you want me to be that fun? On occasion, you do it. But it's only after years of me tearing you down. You didn't tear me down. He picked me up. Oh. <laughs> okay, so this week's which one pick one, hun? Would you rather go a month with no shirt or a month <laughs> with no pants? Oh, okay. Um, hmm. Like living my everyday life. Everyday life. I'm going to go with no pants because I can wear a skirt. Ooh, loophole. Yeah. I like that. What about you? No shirt. That makes sense for you. Yeah. We both just loopholed our ways around that. Yeah. Yeah, that wasn't a very good one. I'm sorry. Well, no, I, I think that I'm just really clever. I'm sorry. I shouldn't be so clever. And if I could not wear a shirt anywhere I went, like I definitely like my best life is when i'm in an all-inclusive resort and i don't have to wear a shirt anywhere other than the (laughs) inside bar yeah so would you rather that i go pantless or i go shirtless Ooh. Mm, pantless (laughs) you're such a problem um because i could wear a skirt yeah okay or a dress. Yeah. What would you rather me do? Shirtless. Okay. Because I'd have to like poke girls' eyes out. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I'm getting, I feel like I've been uncharacteristically aggressive this particular episode. So I think it's understandable. I mean, we're talking about a touchy subject of like, would like your spouse or your potential like mate being naked and afraid of love? Yeah, I guess that's true. Well, that's all I've got. That's all I've got. This has been a long episode. Yes. So thank you guys for sticking around. Um, I know. Our second really long one. Yeah. Uh, Be sure to subscribe, tell your friends, um, and continue listening. Yeah. Do those things. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All right. I love you. I love you. Bye.